All right, this is Brent Leary, and I'm uh, here at Inbound, where unbelievably there's going to be 21,000 people at this event. I remember when it was just 200 the very first year, so it's kind of mind-blowing for me. But anyway, uh, I'm sitting here with Des Trainer, who is the Chief Strategy Officer and co-founder of Intercom, who is one of the speakers here at uh, Inbound. Des, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me, Brent. So before we talk about uh, the session you just had mm -hmm. and some of the other things around Intercom, maybe you give us a little bit of your personal background. Sure. So I'm from Dublin, Ireland. Uh, I've been working in technology basically all my life. I used to, I started out being a computer science lecturer, which is where I think I got the appetite for public speaking. Uh, I started Intercom with, with three co-founders uh, six years ago. We set out on this mission to make internet business personal, and that's kind of what brings me places like here. Very cool. So what were you talking about at uh, Inbound today? T today's conversation, uh, I gave a maybe 35-minute presentation about the role of marketing in this new, like, recurring revenue world, this like subscription, uh, subscription economy, like the idea of like bundling products together and shipping them on time, uh, shipping them in recurring periods and stuff. So, I think like since we made that shift, uh, both in software and, and in like you know goods like say Blue Apron or like Dollar Shave Club or whatever, since we made that shift, I think the general role of marketing has changed massively, and I don't think people have acknowledged this enough in that it's no longer enough just to get a customer to convert. It, the, the, getting a customer to convert for like Dollar Shave Club means you're gonna get like $3 off them for their first set of blades, and then you're gonna quit. And, it, and same with Blue Apron, they'll get like their $25 worth of ingredients, and they'll, and they'll quit. Uh, churn is basically, churn and retention are, are like the new conversion, uh, and it deserves to be treated with as much priority. So my session was really about like, how do we set customers up for success once we've got them in the door? Specifically in the world of software, like distribution is much more of a solved problem than it used to be. We have app stores, we have things like product hunt. People find new tools all the time. That's not the challenge. And sign up is relatively getting like it's getting easier. You've got like on the consumer side, you like sign up for Facebook, sign up through LinkedIn, or whatever. And then on the B two B side, it's just been very well optimized. The landing pages, the white papers, all that sort of stuff. People are you know really willing to put money into getting people to sign up. Uh, it's what happens after there. It's like they just throw the customer over a wall and like hope to God that their <laughs> business sort of survives. That's what my talk was about, was just like this idea of like new user experience and customer onboarding and how do we get them to the moment of success? Because when you sign up for one of these subscription businesses, it's not like the day 29 experience you're signing up for. It's the rest of your life. That's how the, that's how the economics work. That's how you justify the high customer acquisition costs. You have to, you have, to have a high LTV, right? So, uh, so the talk was really about like, bringing somebody through the journey so that they actually experience all the moments of value such that they're really, really happy to stick around for the rest of their lives and us as a business, you recoup, your LTV CAC balance gets sorted and everything works out well. So what's the biggest challenge that companies have making that switch from the more traditional business model of selling products? Uh, you know, maybe you sell them and then they come back and they yeah. buy another year from now to this ongoing month-to-month -month kind of yeah. uh, business relationship? I think the biggest challenge, I think, is like, is it's sort of twofold. It's, one of it's just resourcing. Like in most companies, you ask who owns the new user experience. It's, yeah, the answer is, like, you'll hear crickets, you know? Like, it's like, because it, it's, it's allegedly where marketing meets product, and it turns out they don't meet that often. Uh, the other piece that's, I, I think, happens a lot is people think this is a problem you, you solve once. And because because when they, when they initially launched a business, they put a lot of thought into that sign-up flow, and they're very happy with it. Two years later, the product is totally different, but the sign-up flow is identical. And what you're doing is you're setting customers up for a product that no longer exists. And uh, so the challenge there is, and what one of the core messages I was trying to drive home today was like, sign up for your product every week. 
somebody's job should be test out what it means to be a new customer every single week because you're changing your product every week everything's changing every week make sure that everything from your help docs your onboarding video your emails that you're sending them they all still have to make sense all the time and, uh, and it's such an important thing to do that people tend to neglect because it doesn't feel as valuable but even within intercom we've seen like we've run projects where we've seen the ROI be massive like we improved one step in the flow like 50% just by reimagining it realizing that we changed your product and wow. changing the sound flow and like that was massive for all variables in the company changed because of that and I think it's a, it's something that people think is a lot more uh, low ROI than it actually is and yet at the same time they'll dump money into like bringing people in getting them to sign up and watching them puke out and not actually chase down these sort of crucial pieces so you also talk about the role that bots and chat can play in this, and you gave me a phrase, augmented intelligence. Maybe yeah. you could talk a little bit about that, and what role does that play in this yeah. marketing recurring revenue you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So <clears throat> to take a very quick step back, uh, four weeks ago, uh, so Intercom connects businesses and customers, and four weeks ago we launched a bot called Operator, who basically sits in a conversation to help these conversations happen so whenever a new a new visitor comes along and they say i would like to use your product operator can jump in and say okay well let me just ask you a few quick questions and we call it augmented intelligence uh, because the idea is it's not we're not trying to replace anyone here we're just trying to inform a conversation that's already happening right and, uh, and it turns out that like it's actually more efficient for both parties to get a few a few of the sort of let's call it the undifferentiated heavy lifting in the conversation so if you're going to talk to somebody as a salesperson you generally need to know what's your company what's your role do you have a budget what's the team what's the use case there's a few bits and pieces that like are going to form the sort of boilerplate of every conversation and uh, and it's undifferentiated in that like it doesn't really vary customer to customer so so what, what our what our like operator can do is it can sort of augment the conversation by saying hey nice to meet you uh I'll get you set up and find you the exact right person to talk to, but for now, can we just run through a couple of questions? And those questions, we present them in a sort of, in a UI manner. We don't pretend to be, a, we don't pretend operators are human. It's unapologetically a bot. And it's like, give us a quick, a quick answers, and it'll say, okay, we're going to put you in touch with Jenny. Jenny's going to follow up in two days. Uh, or Jenny's going to follow up right now. Or you're now on a live chat with Jenny right now. Or, you know, any, whatever the appropriate next step is. Now, behind the scenes, operator can go and create Salesforce entries, set follow-up tasks, all that sort of stuff. That, but like that's not what the user cares about. The user's like, I want to be heard and prioritized appropriately. Let me tell you what I'm here to do. Uh, so that's kind of like our, that has always been our take on bots. You know? like they're good for t- some things and bad at other things. And I think the the hype around bots initially was about like pitching this idea of they're going to replace humans. They're going to like you know just you know they're going to take all our jobs, all the usual stuff. So I think everyone missed out on this bit. But like they just they can just make conversations better, you know. And maybe there'll be efficiencies, and maybe that does result in some like some like. Uh, down the line repercussions but for the moment like you know it's just plain useful to have somebody sit in a conversation offering the the necessary bits and pieces clarifying questions etc as you need it so so what role does that play in marketing and recurring revenue great question so if you think about what you what the new funnel looks like the new funnel is that basically people will come to a site, they might have some questions, but ultimately most of these, uh, part of this shift has been going from like buy before you try to try before you buy. So what that means is people can now get started pretty quickly. Uh, usually it's credit card free and all that sort of stuff. Uh, what, where you really want like to have like some sort of uh, automated assistance, uh, augmented intelligence, call it what you will, uh, 
is to help make sure that the customers are getting through to the right moment of value. So as an example, if you sign up for like an expense tracking tool and it's been 11 days and you've been in the product quite a bit but you've yet to track a single expense or you haven't installed the iPhone app or you haven't done whatever the necessary thing that we want you to do is, what the bot can do is again just be like, hey, I'm here, there's also humans back there, but I'm here and it looks like you haven't had these conversations yet. Uh, let's start. Uh, or, or it looks like you haven't taken these steps. Let, let's see if I can help you in any way, shape, or form. Do, you know, and, and operator, it can, it can run off and search the help center and find you stuff if you ask it questions or whatever. But it's, a, it's you know, the, the soul, like, as I said earlier, like, the, these businesses only work when the user gets to the moment of value. Intercom can identify people who are not yet at the moment of value. Operator can, uh, can intelligently like, sort of start those conversations, augment those conversations, get you talking to the right people so that actually the right outcome happens. Yeah, this has been really cool. Uh, where can people learn more about what you guys do on Intercom? Sure. Uh, our product and our company are called Intercom, and we're at intercom.com. Thanks a lot. Thank you. All right. <laughs>